Hallelujah to God be the glory for this wonderful morning. Welcome to the world for today with Tina Hadenike. Blessed Redeemer, we exalt you for this morning. We give you all the glory, all the praise, all adoration in the mighty name of Jesus. Our word for today is, what is that in thy hand? We started this series yesterday and we continue today. Our main text is from Exodus chapter 4, verse 1 to 4. Then Moses answered and said, But suppose they will not believe me or listen to my voice. Suppose they say, The Lord has not appeared to him. So the Lord said to him, What is that in thy hand? And he said, A rod. And he said, Cast it on the ground. So he cast it on the ground, and it became a serpent. And Moses fled from it. Then the Lord said to Moses, Reach out your hand and take it by the tail. And he reached out his hand and caught it, and it became a rod in his hand. The contest revolves around the call of Moses to be a deliverer of Israel. He's 80 years old. He's a fugitive from Egypt. He lived with his father, Hilda Jethro, and kept Jethro's sheep. He does not have he does not appear to have anything or a choice for the ministry God has in mind for him. So when the call of God comes, Moses gives every excuse he can think of to get out from what the Lord has for him. He says he doesn't feel worthy. He says supposing the people does not believe, giving series of series of excuses. But when God asked him what is in your hand, Moses simply answered, a rod. To Moses, all he had in his hand was a dry, dead stick. That's all it was to him. But in the eyes of God, it was much more than that. I want you to see that just as God uses what was in the hands of Moses for his glory, he desires to use the things we carry in our hands as well. Let's note that this truth together as we ponder on this question, what is that in your hand? That rod identified Moses as a shepherd. When people saw that rod in his hand, they would immediately know who he was. That rod also represents all that Moses possessed. He did not even own his own sheep that he kept. They belonged to his father, Hind or Jethro. All Moses' possession was the rod. It represented his life, his identity, and his livelihood. Moses was commanded to take the rod and cast it on the ground. When he does, it turns into a serpent. Moses runs from that serpent. This tells us it was probably not an ordinary snake that Moses might have encountered day by day in the wilderness. See Moses take a stick and turn it into a cobra will be a commentary to both the Israelites and the Egyptians. It will tell both that the God Moses represents was more powerful than the God the Egyptian worship. Here is the point. To Moses, the rod was nothing but a tool, a weapon, a necessary part of his life. In his hand, it could help support him. It help and protect and guide the flock. It's helping in many ways day by day. 
but in his hand it was just a dead dry stick when the stick was given over to the lord it became a living thing it became a thing of power that god used to defeat his stress enemy and to glorify god god took that insignificant stick and worked wonders with it it was used to confront egypt's soothsayer it was used to turn waters of Egypt to blood. It was used to bring forth the plague of frogs. It was used to bring forth the plague of lies. It was used to call the east wind that blew the plagues of locusts. It was used to cause the Red Sea to come together again, drawing Pharaoh and his army. It was used to bring water from the rock. It was used to bring victory over the Amalekites. God took that stick, that weak, powerless, dead, dry stick, and used it in a mighty way, simply because Moses yielded it to the Lord. Had it remained in Moses' hand, it would have had no power of God, but it would have had all power over his life. Because he yielded it to the Lord, he was free from its power over him, and he was free to use his power for the glory of God. I don't know what you hold in your hands today, but I do know this. If what you hold in your hand is not yielded to the Lord, it is a hindrance in your life. It holds you back from being everything that could be that you could be for the Lord. Not only does it hold you back, but it also affect everyone around you. Why not turn over whatever is holding you back today unto the Lord? Moses yielded the stick he carried that day to the Lord. When he did, he was relieved from its power. When he did, it ceased to define him. When he did, it became the power of God in his life. What is that in your hand? What do you carry today? What defines you? What are you holding on to that holds you back and keeps you from being everything God saved you to be? Is there some sin that needs to be laid down? Is there some event from the past, some hurt, some sorrow, some bitterness that hinder you today? Is there some area of life where you feel like you have arrived? Is there some talent or ability that fills you with pride? Is there something in your life that holds you back? Is there something in you that holds your family and your church back? Look at your life and see what holds you. You may hold it in your hand but it dominates and controls your life. There's, this is an opportunity for you to be free from its pull and its influence. Throw it down and let God have it. When you hold it, it is a liability. When you give it to God, it becomes a spiritual asset. Life is either about dead stick or a powerful savior. Which is true in your life and mine will be determined by how much we are willing to place into his hand. Bring what you hold in your hands and cast it before him. He will take that liability and turn it into an asset for his glory. Sometimes we wonder why God isn't working in the church and saving souls like he used to be. It may be there are some people here or who is listening to me now, like Moses, 
who are holding that stick in their hands that need to be surrendered to the Lord. It may be there are some like Hakan in Joshua chapter 7 that are buried some sin in their abode that needed to be brought out and dealt with. Whatever the situation is this morning, please hand it over unto God. I want you to pray. I want you to talk to God this morning. Say, oh Lord, everything in my life, in my hands, that can hinder me in my work with you. Father, help me to take it away from my life. Help me to serve you fully with my spirit, with my soul, and with my body. As you have prayed and desired, so shall it be. I remain your host, Sina Adenike. Stay blessed and stay in his loving grip. Shalom.